one minute. We're back again. Was that it's a Huckleberry Wednesday, Joe. Did you just it's a Huckleberry that? Wednesday? It's Horses. it's a noise of excitement, Meeks. It sounded like a horse to me. It's. <laughs> Is that are you one of those closet case self-loathers? Is that why you don't like horses? <laughs> <laughs> he dresses like a horse to go to bed every night. It's, it's a weird like normally furries don't go with the horse costumes because they're really not that soft. But Rob's a a horse of a different color. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll say. I'm Rob, and I'm joined by my co-host Joe and our Huckleberry today, Meeks. Uh, Long time caller, first time listener. Uh, what is that? Uh, is that how that goes? No, already intro- already- but it works. <laughs> I've been I haven't been able to listen because I've been trying to call for three months. <laughs> you guys Already. should answer the phone. I think Rob's beautiful horse mane gets in the way. <laughs> he well, he actually is answering it, but the phone isn't long enough to go from the ear to his mouth on <laughs> on his horse head. So you just can't hear him saying hello. Yeah, my, my Xbox Live headset doesn't fit my horse head. <laughs> <laughs> And all you can do is look at the earphones with your side <laughs> eyes. We have gotten no. He only already. plays the button masher games because that's all he can do with his hooves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hoof this is just gonna be twenty-five minutes of making fun of Rob, and I'm <laughs> all for it. Yeah. Hey, um, listen, listen, guys. When is this yeah. pizza gonna be done? When is this what? Be- when is this pizza going to be done? It's been 53 minutes. Oh, my gosh. I'm ready be, to eat it. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Just horsing around. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just give me one minute here, and then I then you guys could go back to mocking me. All I right. Do you want Meeks and I to lay down a beat for you while you summarize the minute? <laughs> In this minute. Ike Clanton and Billy Clanton demand that Curly Bill is released by Wyatt Earp. Oh, is there anything? I'm gonna. I can't even believe I'm asking this, but I'm gonna do it for you, Meeks. Is there anything you want to talk about that happened in the first 52 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a whole. That's a whole can of fish. Well, we <laughs> usually ask our. We usually ask our guest, "What's your personal relationship with Tombstone?" Oh yeah. When did you first see it? Uh, are we actually have, have we ever asked a guest that, Joe? Uh, yeah, I think we have. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't. I never listened to the episode, so I'm not totally sure. I feel like we asked George that. Yeah, I think you're right. All much, right, Meeks. Much like uh, Rob, the uh, first time I got an erection was oh. Oh, <laughs> was no. seeing the horses run across the screen. What? But unlike Rob, I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> so. What? So I don't hate what? horses. <laughs> Wait, you're not talking about when the horse gets hit, I hope. No, 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 no. No. That's just perverse if that was true. Uh S&M horseplay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, God. everyone's got something that turns them on. Oh uh, man. So it I mean it's just it's like what you But guys when that's said. the main thing. What <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's just like what you guys have said, really. Like I, I watched it when I was I, I honestly don't, I couldn't pinpoint the age, but it was somewhere between middle school and high school, and okay. I thought 
Doc Holliday was the best. And I thought my big thing was I thought Val Kilmer was the greatest actor I'd ever seen in my life. That's why I like this movie so much. I thought he was really cool and sweaty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's kind of was my – that's that's where I uh, came in. And I, I loved prefer- it. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, so it was it was a pleasure to go through it again. Kind of takes a long time to get into stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. Trust me, we know. <laughs> Have you? Do you prefer your Val Kilmer like tuberculosis sweaty or like beach volleyball sweaty from Top Gun? Mm. Ooh, I would say tuberculosis sweaty. <laughs> I mean, does he even need to be in Top Gun? It's like it's fine. I like the buzz cut, but no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I you know who that could have been me. Like why? <laughs> that could have been you. Why not? He's, what does he really do with that movie? There's no. He doesn't act. He just he chews gum. He chews gum in a really cocky way. Wears sunglasses, cool. But he's the rival to Tom Cruise's character. You, you don't think could... I could be Tom Cruise's rival? Oh my gosh! I no. think I could pull it off. You look like Anthony Edwards now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he People Magazine's uh, Sexiest Man Alive? <laughs> Anthony Edwards? Yeah, just this year, I thought. No. <laughs> we have not. We have. We have not talked about this minute yet, guys. That's what we okay, have. And actually, Rob, we, can we, we, we go? Let's. Let's. Here's the one thing. I have some Maddie stuff, but we don't need to. We don't need to go down that tomb. Stone okay. Is road. it? You can give the. Sh- the short version, but I'm not sure if you're capable of that. No, I'm not going to do that. I like, but so the th- the one thing I thought immediately, and I know you guys have talked about this, but the mustaches are just they're they're delightful, and my my just every second there's just a wonderful bush lip bush on your screen, and I and I love it. You know, uh, my thought was. What do you think the mustache grooming situation is in this so town? It, do you think like everyone wakes up super early or do you think it's like Spain and they just have like a siesta where everyone can just like groom their mustaches? Wait, what? in Spain, they have like a mustache grooming hour? No, but you know, <laughs> you know they, people they take, take an naps. extended lunch period. So the whole town like shuts down. So let's say like you're from New York and you show up in Tombstone and it's like you you set up and you want some like a gallon of milk, you know. You wake yeah. up at like seven in the morning and you go to the the store to go get the milk and it's like no one's there. And is it like and then somebody's like, Well, everyone's doing their mustache. You gotta wait till nine. <laughs> this place doesn't open till nine. There's a whole oh, wagon Kurt full Russell of wax has to that put comes pomade in. in his mustache. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Well, what were you okay? So, what products do you think they were using? Like, I do you, like does pomade exist in 1880? Dapper Dan, man. I'm I'm assuming there's got to be some kind of gel. I assume it's like a lot of like beeswax type stuff. Yeah, I'm sure there is. There there has to be pomade and wax and stuff like that. How Bert's uh, bees? <laughs> bees. They Bert's harvest bees. all the beeswax, and then that, <laughs> then like that's maybe that's where the saying came from. You know, like. Like the Earps didn't like, they famously didn't like sharing their beeswax. So like when Morgan would come in the room and be like, hey, could I have some some of your beeswax, Wyatt? Wyatt would be like, oh, hell, that's none of your beeswax. (laughs) 
Little known fact. Yeah. Actually, that Tom B. Stone went there to set up his own uh, beeswax business. Oh, I heard that. I did hear that. That Tom B. Stone, he was a real renaissance man. Underrated yeah, he was. figure. Yeah. Uh, he should be what, in the history books. More often. I agree. Yeah. Um. Okay. okay. So Fred White has been shot probably on purpose, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the heart, he's down. Yep. Why pistol whips? Um, Curly, Curly Bill. Bill. Um. So Ike has approached. Ike Klein has approached Wyatt. Calls him Law Dog again. Yeah, he goes. I think the line is, "I swear to God, Law Dog, you don't step aside, we'll tear you apart." Which yeah. every time Ike Clanton talks, werewolf he's, talk again. He's yeah. One of my favorites. He does have the beard. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is where Meeks and I did, did do a little prep work here, because I, this is a passion, passion, like a passion of Meeks and I talking about fake tough guys. Okay, Ike is the ultimate fake tough guy. Yeah. I you mean, know, he melts as soon as why puts a gun to his head. But I mean, it is a. I mean, to be fair. A good time to melt is when a guy puts a gun to your head. Fair enough, but at every <laughs> that's not the only moment that he is cowardly in this film. Sure. I mean, yeah. this guy is the old like he runs his mouth every chance he gets, but he when it's put up or shut up time, he shuts up every single time. He also survives. He's a survivor. I mean, I guess, but so that doesn't make him tough. Meeks, can you talk a little bit about fake tough guys and why they get your goat so much? Takes Meeks. one to no one. That's what I always say about me. Takes one to no one. Takes one. Oh. I mean, you might be right there. I'm not sure. I, you know, I'm not sure. Maybe you should come over here and fight me, Rob. <laughs> um. So, thinking about Ike in this minute, I feel like everything he does is perfectly, like, acceptable. Like, I don't think he's cowardly. That's my that's my stance on Ike in this minute. He comes up there pretty strongly to Wyatt, and because he knows that this is the thing, so this is what I this is what, like how you can tell somebody is really tough, you know, is like if they're, because to like fight or murder someone, you have to be kind of crazy. I feel like a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and, that's fair. <laughs> and so if you're like, there's a difference between like acting crazy, you know, and then like being actually crazy. So I feel like. Ike immediately knows, like, Kurt Russell's not messing around. Is and he's a- like, if I don't back off, he's going to make my head into a canoe. <laughs> <laughs> he does. But why does he said. get in his face in the first place then? I mean, it's If stupid. he's not ready to deal with it. Well, yeah. he just, and fair. that's the thing that's frustrating here about, about this particular fake tough guy, is he only feels tough when there's, like, other guys around, you know? To be fair... To defend Ike a little bit, previous to this minute, we've never seen Wyatt Earp with a gun. Mm, I don't he, feel like Well, that's he true. had that gun under the table. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, but, but no one saw him with it. He doesn't run heels, remember? That's what... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. guess, but, but he already knew he had a gun when he went up to him because he hit Curly Bill in the head with it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just saying that, like... This is the moment where Wyatt actually starts acting like a, a tough like guy. a feared yeah. a feared gunslinger. I guess, but he had a history 
Yeah. They knew that he. So okay, I guess what I where I want to go with this is why Ike faces down Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp looks him right back, and Wyatt I think for the second time in this movie spots a guy that's not going to follow through. Yeah. So he did the same thing with Johnny Tyler, and he does it here with Ike and all of his dumb buddies. Yep. So how does he know? How do you spot a fake tough guy? Because well, I, I can, I can, I can confirm that our guest has had people challenge him to a fight before, <laughs> <laughs> and me, but more so him. Yeah. How do you, how do you know if they really want to fight or if they just want to talk? What's scary to me about Wyatt in this moment is how rational he is, because he, which makes he, him crazy, right? Because he, you know, <clears throat> after that challenge by Ike, he puts his gun to his head and you know says all right you die first get it and then he even says like your friends might get me in a rush but not before i make your head into a canoe yeah and and, and (laughs) i have some stuff to say about that uh later but we're we'll put a bubble in it put a pin in it put a bubble in it i think that that (laughs) kurt russell's clearly crazy in this movie because much later he will just walk towards a hail of gunfire yeah. With no no concern for his own well being, and, and I guess before this moment, even with the um, the sequence earlier with um, Johnny Tyler, I mean, he does go up against someone who's been running the Oriental without a gun and scares him off, which is pretty crazy, right? Yeah, I think there's a little bit of Unforgiven going on here. Hmm. You know when um, is it Bill Money? Yeah, is that his name? It's Money for sure. Okay, and. Uh, he talks about how hard it is to actually shoot somebody, to actually point a gun and shoot somebody, you know. Uh, and then that kind of pays off in that closing scene where he goes into the saloon by himself and he shoots everybody because he knows that they he's not afraid. Yeah. And he's not, doesn't mind, well, I mean, he would prefer not to, but he doesn't mind killing people that's inside of him. But most people don't have that inside of them. Yeah. I also feel like that's a pretty safe assumption when you're going to be shooting someone or in a gunfight is that the other person is probably really terrified and doesn't want to shoot you. So are you so I guess so, so is Ike a fake tough guy or is Ike didn't realize he was going against a real tough guy until that gun went to his forehead and he realized cuz he kind of you know Billy's like you know he's bluffing let's let's you know let's rush him. And Ike's like, he ain't bluffing. Yeah. I mean, that's why, that's the one thing. I mean, there's other stuff that I suppose makes him like kind of a fake. But in that moment, it's like game recognizing game, I feel like a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, where he's like, dude, this guy's not messing around. <laughs> he's that's true. I don't, I don't blame him for that. No. And the way he says it is a little weak, you know. But yeah. He, I, he seems like on the verge of crying as well. Yes. Which <laughs> but we also don't know how much of that is like so as we go through with these Ike Clanton moments, he seamlessly shifts between tough guy and just and just doing whatever he can to stay alive. Well, the Quite tough guy is when he, there's no one pointing a gun at him and shooting at him. And he's got a group of his buddies around. Yeah. That's true. Is he is okay, so in the Cowboys, is he the number three guy? Uh like I think he's the dork that no one likes, and that's yeah. why he's overcompensating so bad. He's like the stupid dog that's like it's like barking, and you don't know what it's barking at. It's like, well, just shut up. 
Yeah, and even Curly Bill tells him to shut up earlier. Yeah, yeah. That's true. He does tell him to shut up a little later on. Um, like that scene when he's like, when he's t- saying to Wyatt, like, we don't take kindly to law around here. And he like keeps saying it. Like, what, is he, yeah. what does he hope to happen? Like Wyatt being like, oh, all right. I think Ike repeats himself a lot in this movie. <laughs> does he? I think he says lines twice a lot. Because a little later on, deaf, maybe? he says, I'll see you soon. I'll see you soon. Oh, yeah, he does say that. Which yeah. is a classic, like, who's he trying to convince, you know? That's true. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, what do you have to say about the canoe line? Well, so it's it's not just the canoe line. Are we sure that uh, Wyatt Earp is good at talking trash? Yes. Are we sure of that? Well, what do you, look what he did to Johnny Tyler. Like, I'm not – no, so I'm not saying about the, the – like, what he's doing – but, like, the words coming out of his mouth. Like, if I went up to you and said, are you going to skin that smoke wagon? <laughs> like, what What would you think? You'd be like, what? What are you talking about? And I realize that's slang of the time, perhaps. But, yeah. like, when he has his, like, gun to someone's head, the scary part is that he's not afraid to shoot someone. But does the when he's like, I'll make your head into a canoe. <laughs> like, is that effective? I don't think, I don't think so. He could have just not said anything. Arts and crafts with wider. The interesting thing, like actually, uh, a story came out a few months ago about, I think it was SEAL Team Six or, or one of those special forces groups. Like that's a thing that they that they do, is they shoot people in the forehead and because it splits their head in half and they call it canoeing. Oh, well, that just is, got dark. Well, yeah, I know, but so like it, I guess it weirdly in defense of wide, even though that that's awful. Uh, it is a term, I guess. That people use. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that that lets him off the hook a little bit. I just thought maybe it was lines that were kind of dumb, expertly delivered by Kurt Russell that seemed way scarier than they actually were. Yeah, I mean, I think that's true. Like, on paper, you're right. If I just said, I'll make your head into a canoe, you'd be like, what? And then, then I would know. I'd be like, this Rob's a fake tough guy. Yeah. He's just he's just making things up. Um. And uh, this minute, and guess who shows up late in this minute? Yeah, so Doc Holliday comes out, which um, Billy Clanton refers to as a drunk piano player, which made me wonder: Does he not know that's Doc Holliday? No, well, how he would doesn't. He know? I don't know. It's not like there's Some the people, internet. Well, <laughs> I know, but like throughout this movie, there's a lot of people realizing who different people are. I don't think he was there during the Johnny Ringo. Um, Latin off. Mm. During the the forensics, <laughs> the forensics yeah. competition. The forensic he was probably getting his tan. I what? <laughs> what about his tan? I I just think he looks insane. Like he's too tan. <laughs> <laughs> he's way. He's like. I, I think like, it's because he has blonde hair. Or he, <laughs> like he, here are the options. Okay. Here are the options. Oh, good. Multiple choice test. Just what <laughs> I was waiting two. for. <laughs> There's two choices here. No, three. I'm going to say there's three. One, he's just like super into being tan. And he like, <laughs> he just goes and lays in the desert and tans himself. Two, like a wolverine in the sand. Two, like a wolverine in this rolling around in the sand. <laughs> no. two, okay, what's option two. number two? <laughs> Can we just? I mean, you know what? I'm gonna actually explain that reference for our listeners. <laughs> uh, prior to this recording, 
I was trying to take off my sweatshirt, and <laughs> and while I was doing it, apparently it made a noise, according to Rob, that sounded like a Wolverine <laughs> rolling around in the sand. I told him to prove me wrong. So I, I think what we've learned from making this podcast is that Rob doesn't know what animals are. <laughs> he does not. He does not have a good grasp on animals. I've only seen the first planet Earth. I haven't seen the second yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> they catalog all the animals in those, so I, I get it. I get oh, yeah, hold on. Uh, uh, interestingly, Planet Earth 2 is an alternate <laughs> Earth written by Grant Morrison. <laughs> and I, I don't understand it. it for one second. <laughs> yeah, I don't either, but I liked it. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, so step... So, okay, hold on. Option one is that he just likes the desert. Like he just no, like he just he he is a little vain maybe, and he wants to be okay. tan, right? That's probably yeah. good back then. Yeah, he's so vain. Like being tan is probably. He probably doesn't thing. even know this podcast is about him. <laughs> so so that's the thing. He's like a little vain. He's like, I want the ladies to like me, and so I'm gonna just stand outside a lot. Yeah. And then I'll be really tan. The other option is he's uh, in brown face. <laughs> My God! Why? Why do you think? Because he's so. Why is he so dark? Or the third one? Maybe he's just there. He's supposed to look real dirty, which makes that's kind of racist that I said those things in that order. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. First off, it's because he doesn't have a beard. I mean, Rob seems he seems more tan because he doesn't have a beard. That isn't that. First of all, all anybody has in Tombstone is mustaches, and it doesn't uh, uh, obscure Ike your Klan's whole face and beard. skin. Ike Clan has a big beard. I can, I can, uh, Billy go tanning together, and you just. I only feel like Ike because... has not seen the sun in like years. <laughs> also, he's I... a because he's a werewolf. Oh, Remember? that's true. I think Ike and Billy have a tanning salon. That they opened up the world's God, first well, tanning I, wh- salon. What is it called? I know you have some stupid joke now. Oh man, I I don't I don't actually. I just imagined it was just a like a door you walk. I know I know what it's called. What is it called? Tan your hide. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. Like what is, so? What would this tanning salon look like? Just be. Well, it would be like those old Hollywood sets, you know, when they have like the door, and then you open it up, and there's just nothing else underneath it. So you just go out into the sun. It's just like a, <laughs> it's like a storefront. You open the door, and then you're like, I guess I'm outside now. It's gotta get tan for the ladies. All the, just, all they the just have blankets laid down in the dirt outside through the fake yes. storefront. <laughs> Perfect. Maybe some magnifying glasses. <laughs> to increase the, you know, sun. Mm-hmm. And get, so they don't have any ants. And to keep the wolverines away. <laughs> keep the sand. Those sandy, man. Do you, wolverines really love the sand a lot. <laughs> That's the one thing I know about wolverines. Oh, my God. You know what would be great, actually, I thought of this. If if Billy Glenn, when he came in here to try to save the day, if he brought that fat naked guy from sideways with him to just <laughs> run out at them. <laughs> Is he is he really tan and sideways too? Is Thomas Hayden Church just like is he like Donald Trump orangey tan like all the time? I I don't I mean I think he's a I don't I don't 
think Which Spider-Man movie was he in? The third one? He is the uh, Sandman one. Sandman, oh, interesting right? sand, huh? Oh. Don't keep a Wolverine away from that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'd be That's best the friends. Sandman's. <laughs> That's the Sandman's one weakness. <laughs> uh, so my question... So I had two. I had a thing for you guys to look for. Okay. Okay. Number one, Johnny Ringo is a mouth breather. I've never okay. seen him. I've through the whole movie. I've never seen him close his mouth one time. Or blink his eyes. Oh yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> What's his deal? Is he having a stroke? <laughs> I wonder if he's the first real doll. <laughs> uh. Lars and Johnny Ringo. Lars and the Johnny Ringo. Is Lars. That... Lars and the Ringo girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just keep your eye out for that to see if he ever like closes his mouth because I feel like he just is always breathing out of his mouth, which would explain why Doc Holliday hates him so much. True. Because he's a mouth breather. Nobody likes a mouth breather. Especially if that's how you got tuberculosis. Through. <laughs> that's not how you get it. You get it through breathing. Some, yeah. Uh, yeah, saliva, I think. Oh yeah, I guess. Breathers. Hence the name Lunger. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's a thing to look for. My other, my other question for you fellas was: I know we talked about you know the scene with the gun to that guy's head. Uh, so what do you think is the like best reaction when you have a gun to your head to like survive? Um, what's going to get you out of there alive? Like it's either. So I feel like there's, there's again, three options, right? Right. (laughs) Is this this from most racist to least racist again? We'll try. We'll see. (laughs) Maybe I'll split them apart. So it seems a little better this time. Um, so number one, you just cry like a, like, like a baby. Okay. Okay. And I can do a movie. I can name a movie where that works. Uh, and you're just like, I have a wife and kids and like yeah. whatever. I mean, it works you know? for Ike later in this movie, actually. Uh, yeah, and and uh, Miller's Crossing. Listen oh, to yeah. your heart. Yeah. Listen to your and heart. That's, yeah. <laughs> Two is like you just do a no reaction. Or maybe like an aggressively like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> or I mean, I don't care. Oh, my gosh. Ah. <laughs> We knew you couldn't make it. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> you're just aggressively, like, you're like, I don't care. Shoot yeah. me. You know, like the Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon 1. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then three is, like, you you knock it away. That that doesn't work, that does it? I mean, let's do, like, no martial arts. What do you mean, knock it away? Like... <laughs> You take your hand and hit the gun? Yeah, you hit the gun with your hand. <laughs> well, if it's that easy, he just doesn't want to shoot you in the first place. True. <laughs> but see, he, okay, so we can go around and say what you would pick. I kind of, like, have thought about this for a while. I'm leaning three. Why? I'm, Why I'm, have you been thinking about this for a while? <laughs> because cause I had to be on this podcast. <laughs> We needed something to talk about. I thought you meant like I've been thinking about this since I was twelve years old. <laughs> since since a man put a gun to my head the first time, oh, yeah. um, I, like so, I feel like the the slap the gun away is is that's the move. And here's I feel why like that's the worst move because 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 um, they're not going to be expecting it. 
Okay. Uh, have you ever seen it work in a movie? I think probably in the Matrix. It probably. Yeah, well, like, probably they have like superpowers in that. Or like Jet Li or Bruce Lee. Yeah. One of the Lees. Meeks Lee. Meeks Lee. <laughs> like so. Let's one, just say one of like, those how, characters uh, with a tan. Yeah. How? <laughs> Hey, I'm just I'm just using language Meeks will understand here. How so? Uh, how hard do you think someone's going to be holding that gun? They're not going to be expecting you to slap it out of their hands. That's a ballsy yep. move. And on top of that, if you knock it out of their hands, then they'll be like, "Whoa, that guy's that was really ballsy. This guy's kind of crazy. Maybe I should leave him alone." I would. I mean, I I do. <clears throat> I do think there is something about. I think there's something valuable about in a situation like that doing something unexpected to get out of it. Yeah. What if you what if you pooped your pants? I don't think that's unexpected. I think like <laughs> if you if you like just kissed the barrel of the gun and said good night, they wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> but why why why? But I <laughs> What? Now that's So unexpected. like okay, let's just let's just roll this like, out. Good night like, sweetly. Like the yeah, way you like, say goodnight to a child? Yeah, just goodnight. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's like let's roll this out because at least my option, you can like visualize, right? Like how it would look like, right? You I slap yeah. the gun away, I punch the guy, or I run away and like I survive. Like you kiss the gun, you say goodnight. <laughs> then I'm gonna die. Then then what? Then, then, you hit the, then you hit the gun out of their hand. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <more> so you <laughs> prove to me this doesn't work. <laughs> do you kiss? I like, feel like that's even worse than my than just hitting it out. <laughs> Where do you kiss it? Like just the head of the barrel, or oh, do you yeah, like go right, over and like right, kiss it on the cheek, the side? Right on the barrel. Like so, they're just they're <laughs> so confused. Good night. Because this combines everything. Now you're at the like you're at the the way of like the lethal weapon way of like I don't care what you're gonna do, but also you added a whole nother level of crazy to it, that they're just not gonna know how to respond. That's what, you know, it's like what Meek said. Like you know when uh, when it's tough guy time, it's whoever's craziest. Yeah, you gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be crazy. Then people will get scared of you because they're like, man, this guy's not afraid of a gun. Yeah, that'd be a story. They'd cut. I mean, they wouldn't shoot me just because they'd be like you. Why didn't you shoot? Why didn't you shoot Rob? Because he kissed the gun and said goodnight, and then ran yeah. away. Is he a vampire? And he ran away in zigzags because he knew that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he ran, he ran away in zigzags, <laughs> blowing kisses to us as he as he <laughs> rounded the corner. <laughs> I mean, I, I. When is someone gonna pay us to write a script? <laughs> I mean, I, they should. What is, so what's your what's your thing, Joe? What are you gonna do in this situation? Um, I I don't know. Am I having a bad day? I'd probably, probably. just like, get it over with. <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> just get it over with. I think that I think stoically looking them right in the eye is probably the right thing to do. Like they already got you. They're either gonna pull the trigger or they're not, and it's on them. But it's got to be pretty tough to <clears throat> blow a guy's brains out when he's just staring you right in the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Just and that would be the first time head. in my life where I was able to maintain eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
yeah. Did um, we uh, get to our last question yet? Oh, yeah, the question that we've asked uh, recent guests. Joe, I'll have you ask this about the old uh, the old cowboy name, huh? Yes. So um, I think every good member of, like, an outlaw gang or uh, a group of lawmen. I mean, the, the, the great Western mythic heroes, they all have nicknames. What's your cowboy name, Meeks? <laughs> you know, oh, I've... No. <laughs> That's I've thought about I thought about this you know while I also was thinking about the gun question but I was thinking about this more so my name full name Marvin Malone <laughs> Marvin Malone and brother of Carl not brother you know you know what just <laughs> named after Marvin the Martian named after Lee Marvin okay. and uh uh Moses Malone yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's pretty tough, right? You yeah. probably wore a cowboy hat. Except for in not a uh, lame way. Anyways, <clears throat> Marvin Malone, my nickname is S- Saddlebags. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Why? Cause, because it's, it, well, first of all, it just sounds cool, right? No. Uh, no. And, like, you know who's super cool? <laughs> You know who's a super cool guy? Uh, Batman. And you know yep. what he has a lot of? He's got a lot of places Saddles? to put things. He's got, a lot of, he's got a lot of places to put things in his utility belt. But back in the Old West, they wouldn't have had that kind of technology to no, make they a didn't utility have belts. belt. They didn't so have they would belts. have... Nope. But now with suspenders. pouches on them, not that's, pouch that's belts. Why, um, that's why Batman's original name actually was Beltman. They thought that was too edgy. And they're like, what about... <laughs> What about Saddle Boy? Saddle Man. So then, so, so like, there's no belts with pouches on them, and I would just put a bunch of stuff in my saddlebags. Like, what if, if you, you, it's like, oh, hey, we really need a yard of rope. Call Saddlebags. <laughs> <laughs> call Saddlebags Malone. How? Hey, we need some it? snake skin. Maybe we need some snake skin. Call Saddlebags. How are they calling you? How are they calling you? Just, uh,. They're yell- they got to yell. They're yelling up. He he has a telegraph wire that comes out of his saddlebag. I, I, I how, how sad is it? Like like we get to we get to do make believe here and be in our own <laughs> fake western. And Meeks wants to be like the guy, the bag boy from Veep. Yeah, he's. he's I'm just Costco. super useful. You know he's what? A Costco in the old west. If you <laughs> if you lived in a town with saddlebags, I would be absolutely indispensable. And you would be telling everybody, you'd be like, man, I used to live in this other town and Saddlebags wasn't around and it sucked. This is the worst. <laughs> it's, worse, it's worse than my first one. Yeah, no. Like, at least I have I mean, Candy Rob now. I know. Like, if, if someone's like, what, we need to put a posse together. We got room for one more. Who do we take? Candy Rob or Marvin Saddlebags Malone? And they'll be like, they'll be like Saddlebags He'll he'll take forever to get there. He's look at yeah. all that stuff he's carrying. No, he would pick saddlebags because I would have all. I'd have Why guns. is he bringing an entire dining set? We're going to be gone <laughs> yeah. for an hour. But this is the thing about good old saddlebags, right? Is that they're already packed. Like I don't have to pack them every time. They're just packed all the time. Oh man! And the when I daydreamed as a little kid, starting in a western with Clint Eastwood, I wanted to be the guy that had stuff in case people needed them. <laughs> <laughs> like when you know like Clint Eastwood is given that glinty stare and then like a little hand comes into frame handing him glasses yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> and then you just know, like, oh, that was saddlebags. I can Good guarantee this. You would definitely get to test out your gun theory right away. <laughs> yeah. If saddlebags Malone was in a movie with Clint Eastwood. Then nobody would want to draw on saddlebags Malone because he's got big saddlebags in his pants and his saddlebags <laughs> are filled with weapons. Okay. I... We we have this is this is the longest episode yet, guys. Uh, I it's uh, how I mean, I mean, there's room in this saddlebag for more episodes. No, nope, there's not. There's not. There's no more room, Meeks. I want to honestly thank you for being on. I'm sorry that, I, and I also thank you for having by far the worst cowboy name that. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, Do you think saddlebags is worse than Candy Rob? Oh yeah. There's no way. Candy so, Rob is such a sweet name. <laughs> I think this is a great opportunity for fan interaction. Uh, yes. I know a lot of our listeners know Matt Meeks in real life. Please, uh, at Tombstone Minute on Twitter or uh, Tombstone Minute page on Facebook, come up with a better cowboy name for this poor sap. Thank you for being on. Thank you for having me, guys. You guys yeah, do thanks. a wonderful job. <laughs> thanks, Marvin. Yes, thanks, Saddlebags. And we'll be, no problem. We'll be back. Anytime we'll you need back. something, just call old Saddlebags. <laughs> we'll be back sans Saddlebags tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>